Yo, it's Julian on the Brown Note election roundup, and uh, I'm calling it for Labour. Labour have won the election. Um, you can bank on that. Um, it's a perfect storm in Labour's direction, and there's too few days, 16 days, whatever it is left. So Labour have won. So it's, a, it's kind of a perfect storm. So the, the only danger for Labour was putting Anthony Albanese on display because there were the, the ScoMo gang, the ScoMo Razor gang were waiting for him with their gotchas at the start. So they the Liberals really needed to handle that cycle of the media very, very well. Unfortunately, they forgot that ScoMo is a complete moron and that he would definitely cause many more crises that will dominate the news cycle. So the best thing, what the, the perfect crisis, Anthony Albanese got coronavirus, so was kept away from the campaign trail and away from that pack of wolves who would say, what was the unemployment rate in 1982 in February? Uh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so he was kept away from all of that, which is great. And um, there are a few other things that have really, like the first time that ScoMo got elected, which I've said is the most shameful moment in Australian history, the most important election probably of their lifetimes, Bill Shorten, great man, and had great policies. No more franking credits, negative gearing gone, tax breaks for the wealthy. All these things need to happen to reshape Australia's economy. And we are probably beyond the point where it could ever be reshaped fairly, but the looming disasters will no doubt uh, knock the wind out of the sails. Unfortunately, uh, everyone that's borrowed over up to the hill over the last 20 years is going to pass a lot of that on to renters because they can't afford to pay it themselves because uh, it's all a house of cards it's just a big ponzi scheme so the the difference is is that the liberals have won so many elections in a row where the at the state level in new south wales and the federal level they've had a, a leader come in as a clean skin no problems get through an election be a disaster leave quit get pushed out uh, as we've seen with the liberal party this is the first time that they've gone to an election with the same guy twice and i said last week we owe scott morrison a great debt of thanks for being the political animal he is everyone else got rolled abbott got rolled morrison got rolled gladys out the window mike baird running to the hills he is such an egotistical vile ruthless politician that they couldn't roll him and also they ran out of any candidates we were down to josh frydenberg and peter dutton i actually think peter dutton really would have rolled scott morrison and he don't you know mr um mr potato head or uh oh spud lightyear was my favorite ever that was magnificent He's got a lot of friends in the press. So, I mean, it was Gladys and him that were having the bitching fest about Scott Morrison. So even though he comes across as such a, a vile person often, remember Scott Morrison was virtually him before he reinvented himself as Scott Camdaggy dad. So we had Scott Morrison come in and pull the usual Liberal Party trick of avoiding any, you know, he was a clean slate. He invented this character before the last election where he roamed around, <coughs> went on 2GB, went on Channel 9, and did his Scott Cam Daggy Dad routine, which he just invented for the election to dupe the dumbest people in this country. And it worked. 
So he ended up with this buffoon for, for the last three years. But the problem he's got going into this election is we all know who he is now. We know exactly who he is. And um, Labour have done pretty well. I mean, those first few days of Albo's, you know, making mistakes has been replaced by a much more ruthless campaign. We are seeing, it's not my job, mate, all that kind of stuff. So ScoMo's defined this time. That's one part of it. Two, a lot of his biggest cheerleaders over the last few years uh, have been, you know, in the Sydney Morning Herald and places where they shouldn't be and 2GB, they're not offering him any support, or, or at least they're not offering him much support. And the elections go in cycles. The big lie that the public is so incredibly stupid to fall for is that the Liberal Party managed the economy well. The Labour Party had the world's number one performing economy for four of the seven years they are in power and near the top outside of that. The Liberal Party are like number 20 in the world. They've been a disaster. But there is this notion in right-wing voters' heads that Labour spend money. What is true is the Liberal Party spend money on tax breaks for the wealthy, for franking credits, for negative gearing. That add up to, you know, franking credits is now about $10 billion a year on its own. Welfare check for the wealthy. So the Liberals actually spend a lot more money and put the economy in a much more precarious situation. Which has led to the another part of this perfect storm, which is the economic collapse that we're going through at the moment. It has been in the it's been on the cards for years, but every time anything happens, the media underplay it and the Reserve Bank prop them up. So we you know we we entered a per capita recession in March 2019. Asked the International Monetary Fund, press didn't really report that, and no one talked about it. And then with COVID, we went down. And then when we went back up to that recession level, they said we'd improve more than anyone else because we actually fell a lot further. So the as we're seeing with the cost of living, which people like me have been feeling for years, absolutely years, they're starting to crow about because the media and the Reserve Bank really care about the cost of living and the deficit that the nation has when Labour are in power. When the Liberals are in power, they do everything to punt the ball down the road to protect their rich mates. And no one has mentioned the deficit for 10 years. And now they're screaming about, about you know, the increasing costs. And all of this is going to get dumped on Labour. That happens all the time. Labour come in and inherit an economic mess and have to tidy it up because everyone screams at them that, it, it, that it's their fault. This is happening now. The interest rate rise happened then. Under today, under the Liberals, the cost of living is under the Liberals. This is after 10 years of economic mismanagement by the Liberals. Labour are inheriting a 10-year economic legacy from the Liberal Party. So it is going to get blamed on Labour. I'm actually really proud, in a way, of the Reserve Bank for raising the rate today as they pretty much said they were going to do it when Labour got in power, which would have been quite, I mean, optic-wise, pretty uh, telling. So um, it's, it's just a shame we haven't had a year of this happening to really ram home how badly the economy's been mismanaged. People that are very wealthy are doing better, and people that are middle-income 
or lower are doing much worse and the uh, cost of living is terrifying. The cost of housing has been terrifying for 10 years. The cost of housing is the number one drain on our economy. And um, because a lot of people have done very well out of it, they're the core constituents of the Liberal Party, Labor, uh, Liberal Party, so blame them. But unfortunately, everyone's had to borrow up to the hill to afford a mortgage. So they're going to pass all of that on to renters for their investment properties they could never afford in the first place. So there should be some mass fail here because the crash should affect them. It shouldn't affect renters. And, it, and this is a, the Ponzi scheme. When the economy's going down, rent shouldn't go up. That's basic economics 101. But they will because the people have got all those extra investment properties can't afford to pay the mortgage when it goes up. They didn't plan. They didn't put money away for a rainy day. So I think that we can call this election. Um, I think that, um, you know, the last one was the one we needed. I don't think ScoMo's got anything. He's um, he's proven, even though Albo got some gaffes on the road, he's proven more than capable of outpacing Albo on gaffes because that's the guy he is, the gift that keeps on not giving. So I'm calling the election for Labour. It's done. Forget about it. Um, it's just a shame that Labour will inherit the economic legacy of the Liberal Party and behold account to it in a way that the Liberal Party never were for fomenting it for the last decade. But even though I've trashed Anthony Albanese and he's lucky, do not ever think that he won this election through skill or aptitude. He might be a great leader. I suspect that he has a personality type to be a good leader. But a good campaigner he is not. He won this election because Scott Morrison is such a tool and has, been, has kept himself in the front of controversy after controversy for the last year. Before that, he was wiping the floor with Anthony Albanese. No one even knew who he was. In the end, no one knew knowing who Anthony Albanese was was a godsend against everyone knowing who Scott Morrison was.